right, welcome to episode one of the Weekly Cup. Woo! <laughs> I'm Randy. <laughs> I'm Chris. And uh, yeah, this is, we're going to try to do a podcast. I don't know what's going to entail, but... Yeah. We're just kind of figuring it out as we go. Um, it's just something we've talked about doing for a long time. We both listen to podcasts all the time and... And if you know Randy, she likes to talk. That's true. <laughs> I am a speech teacher, and so I feel like that's a prerequisite. If you're a speech therapist, you gotta love to talk. So uh-huh. we Just... love to talk, and we love coffee. Yeah. And so we decide let's just uh, try once a week to grab coffee and talk. Yeah. I mean, we don't. We talk to each other more than once a week. I just like everyone to know. Nah. There's a car. Yeah. Okay, I was afraid that was going to last for a while. Um, yeah, so uh, just to give you all some insight, uh, our, our thought was to once a week uh, talk uh, with some coffee, and we're like, what's a better place to talk with coffee than at a coffee shop? Uh, well, we quickly learned coffee shops are very loud. Like, so loud. And we even went to a coffee shop that's normally a little bit quieter, but it's just packed today. I think it's because it's Labor Day. And, Labor Day. and like the beginning of school. Beginning of school. Everyone wants to be cool. I think all the TCU up. students are out and about. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the cool hipster thing to do is just get coffee. That's what I did when I was in college. It's kind of like the, um, you know how like at the beginning of the year, uh, New Year's resolutions and like the the gyms are like full yeah. of people and then like give it like three weeks and the gyms are empty again. That's kind of like <laughs> That's how, how it coffee, goes to school work. That's how coffee shops are in August, September, because it's the beginning of the school year. Yeah, Yeah. they think they're going to really get off to a good start. But you know what? They're still going to be doing that, like, calculation that everyone does at the end of the semester. Like, okay, what's the lowest I can get on the final Mm -hmm. to still, like, get this grade that I want? uh, Or even to pass. To pass. That's that's Uh, all I was. I never had that luxury, but you did. Yeah, I would, uh, D's make degrees. So for, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, for background, um, I am a speech therapist, so my school is competitive. I didn't have that luxury, but man, if and you... And I'm a music education major, so we basically just minimum requirement. Man, if, if, you, if you can just do that, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, our education department in Texas minimum expectations there we go right. well i mean being a texan though we're supposed to be like the best and different and yeah so. no one comes to the school system okay yeah well that's true i can't say anything i work for a school in yeah. texas so yeah that's true yeah you just started. go weatherford ruse yeah um the kangaroos the kangaroos my school mascot is kangaroo i think that's really cool um so yeah we are sitting at avoca coffee in yeah. Fort Worth, Texas today, we, where we live. Well, we don't live at Avoca, but we live outside of Fort Worth. Yeah. So. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, don't know what we're going to talk about. Uh, well, we kind of do. Well, kind of, a little bit. Uh, but we just wanted to uh, just kind of talk and share with the world. Um, yeah. We not- feel like uh, we're constantly learning and growing in different areas, and we, both of us, love to talk and share what we're learning, and so... It's kind of an avenue to do that. And also, um, at least for me, I have a lot of people that live in a different state that I love and know. And so maybe it's a good way for people to catch up with us that we don't get to see a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, our moms are going to listen to this. Yeah. So sure. shout out to you, Mama Prak and Christina. <laughs> <laughs> Mama 
Mama, Mama Brown. Mama yeah. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends uh, call my mom Mama Proc because she was always like the mom who's everybody's mom. Because uh, she's a school teacher and so literally everyone's mom. Uh, she was the one like if, you know, friends come over to the house, that's like a buffet of snacks and, and treats and stuff. So she's Mama Proc. Shout out to the moms. Shout out to the moms. We love them. Well, yeah, so we're at Avoca, uh, and so we're going to just drink coffee while we do this. Um, we actually tried Sons of Liberty coffee before we came here, and that one was packed as well, so we couldn't do it there. Um, so we're I actually just say... outside. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So I don't know if Randy wants to share this, but so we were going to Sons of Liberty <laughs> coffee, and uh, while we were walking in, there was a, a sign that said, Yield to Pedestrians. And then Randy shared some interesting information about here, our past. Here, here. So, I'll, I'll yeah. share this. My past. Um, so, you know, pedestrians, someone who walks across the street. When I was little, I remember seeing the sign that said, stop for pedestrians or whatever. And I was like 100% convinced that a pedestrian is a religion. Because I knew that like people who were Amish didn't use cars and they walked. And so I thought that's what pedestrian was. They just walked everywhere. <laughs> and it kind of sounds like Presbyterian, which I know is not related to Amish. But I was a kid, so you just got to go with me. Uh, and sometimes I just, you know, I'm not the sharpest crayon in the box, yeah. which is fine. We all know. <laughs> I just don't always put things together. So I was 100% convinced that pedestrian was religion so I mean, that makes sense you got presbyterian methodist um baptist pedestrian pedestrian Amish, yeah uh, definitely that's it makes sense now to be fair like where you're from actually has a large Amish population. That's very true. Um, shout out to Fordland, Missouri, which I don't really know anyone from Fordland, Neither but it's I. it's close to Mountain Grove where I'm from, and there's a lot of a lot of Amish communities over there. So whenever you're driving from Mountain Grove to Springfield, you know you have the buggies that are uh, we and my family we always called them baby buggies. Um, which that is, the Amish used. Yeah, because Joel, yeah. my older brother, he always called them baby buggies, so like it just stuck. But yeah, you have um, to like go, you have to yield for them in the highway. Yeah, there's signs. Yeah, there's there. signs and little yeah. pictures of buggies. And uh, what's really funny is uh, the town that's about halfway from Mountain Grove to Springfield. They have like a McDonald's, and I used to like when I would drive back and forth. Sometimes I'd stop, you know, for a coffee or something if I was really tired, and. Uh, so many times you pull into that McDonald's and there's like a horse parked. Like people park their <laughs> <laughs> people park their horse. So if yeah, I mean I'm a farm girl and that's the uh, type have, of area. Do I they have gas in. stations for the horses? Like a hay trough or something? <laughs> okay, you're funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but good guess. Okay. I need to take you to Missouri more. Um, anyways, I guess this would be a good time to just talk about us. So, um, yeah. Randy, tell us about yourself. I am Randy. Chris and I got married three months ago yesterday, mm -hmm. so that's exciting. So, maiden name, Randy Proc. Randy Proc, yeah. Still kind of working on changing my name officially, actually. <laughs> I guess technically you're still Randy I'm Proc. I'm still Randy Proc, uh, trying to change it to Randy Brown. Um, I'm a speech pathologist, and I work at a school district uh, close to where we live, outside of Fort Worth. Um, and that's been going really good so far. Um, definitely just kind of getting used to, like, um, just the transfer of, like, 
grad school life to and like single life to married and have a job and um, just lots of new things in this season. But uh, I'm just trying to take it day by day and enjoy the little things, which I think is so like, what's the word cliche to say, but whatever, it's true. Um, so I graduated last spring from Missouri State with my master's degree and grew up in Missouri my whole life. Met Chris a couple years ago and just knew I'd probably end say, up moving to Texas. As they say, the rest is history. The rest is history. Yes, Chris and I met on a mission trip, not online, for those of you who are wondering. But if you meet someone online, no shame. That's still we're, cool. We're still cool. Uh, but yeah, we met on a mission trip and did long distance for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, so, the, like, I mean, we saw each other probably about, oh, once every month. I would probably months. say six weeks is probably a little yeah. bit closer. Um, but we talked on the phone every single night and we watched Netflix. Watched Netflix over the phone. For those of you people in a long distance relationship, you can interact over Netflix. Uh, we would like be like, okay, one, two, three, play. And then we'd play it and then we'd like sync it up. It's not too hard. Uh, by the end, by the time the year and a half was up though, we were over it. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that if we did not have solid internet connections and Netflix for each of us, uh, we would not have lasted. Really? I'm just kidding. Don't say that. <laughs> um, no, as long as you have Netflix uh, and good solid internet. The only time it got frustrating is whenever our be internet wasn't house. working well. Because my parents were in the middle of nowhere and it's like, wait, what did you say? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, we talk about it a lot and we can talk about it more on the podcast later and people know us, know our story, but really... Uh, Car. It was a cool car. It was something. Old car. Um, long distance was really good for us. Um, you know, he was working full time. Well, still is working full time. But, mm -hmm. you know, he was taking some seminary classes. And I was in a really rigorous full time grad program. And so we were both super busy. But I think it just taught us to prioritize each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have anything to say about that. But that's good. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, it was interesting. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about more in a different Episode. podcast. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting doing long distance from the get-go. Um, I definitely don't recommend doing in-person and then long distance. I feel like that would be a lot harder. That would uh, be hard. I think since like we started off long distance. We didn't have anything to like compare it to. Yeah, and it kind of like, it kind of made this really easy get to know you phase um for us uh, mm -hmm. where like uh, we didn't like jump off the cliff in the super serious mode because we couldn't because we couldn't because <laughs> we were so odd 600 miles apart yeah um but and it made seeing each other really sweet too i think i'll forever cherish like just the memories we have of visits and you know i remember coming to fort worth to see you for the first time and he took me to Waco. I really wanted to go to the Joanna Gaines thing and mm -hmm. came to the airport with flowers. What a guy. Sang John Mayer in the car. We did. Actually, that's kind of funny because um, I'm just a weirdo and I remember we, we both liked John Mayer and so we were on the way to Waco and I think it was slow dancing in a burning room, mm -hmm. but um, we were singing. It was 
It was the one from Where the Light Is. Yeah, which, which is a huge difference if you're a John yeah, Mayer person. It, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to John Mayer much, and if you definitely haven't heard Where the Light Is, then please just yeah, go, go, listen go to do it. that. Do yourself a favor. Uh, I think it's definitely one of the best live albums oh, yeah. of all time. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. John Mayer. Probably amazing. get a lot of flack from for that, but. I, don't know, I think so. One of my favorite albums. All right, Chris Brown, stamp of approval. Uh, mine too, but I know less about music, so my stamp of approval matters less. But anyway, so so we were driving. Okay, back. yeah, so we we're driving down the road, and like you know, like when you're not like super close to someone yet, but you're just kind of getting to know each other, so you don't want to like super obnoxious thing in the car, and so we're just kind of like you don't want to look dumb. You don't want to look stupid, and like especially for me, like I knew at this point that Chris was like a music genius, and. He's not going to say that about himself, but he's very talented. Uh, I prefer the word prodigy. Okay, whatever. Okay, he will say it about himself. He's a prodigy. Um, and so, um, and he sings at church. And I play instruments, but not singing or anything. And so, you know, we're both singing kind of quiet. And then, like, the guitar solo comes. And he starts, like, singing the guitar solo. And I know that sounds silly, but I was like, I just loved that he could be silly. And so I started singing the guitar solo with him. And... And that's when I knew. That's when we knew. I need to find a way out. Okay, whatever. No, I think, I'm, I mean, we both say, you know, there was never, like, one strong moment of, oh, he's the one, but it just always was going well, and I I just never really questioned it. I just kind of always felt like yeah. that you're the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, well. When people say, like, you know, you know, I used to think that was stupid, but I kind of get it. I just always really liked you. Yeah. Yeah, lots of thoughts on that. We'll cover that in another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. We, we can talk for another hour on that. About, for sure. Um, tell us a little bit about you, Chris Brown. Oh, there's a bug in my... Oh, oh no. It reminds me of our first date. Yeah. At McDonald's. That actually happened. Yeah, that so happened. On our first date at McDonald's, um, a fly flew into Randy's coffee. Also, we're not lame. McDonald's was our only choice to get coffee that day. That's true. It was in Springtown. Springtown, Texas. Shout out. That's um, fine. I don't need any more coffee. Anyways, uh, yeah, so about me, um, my name is Chris Brown, and I'm not the rapper, 28 as of, really confused. I'm 28 as of eight days ago? Yeah. Seven days ago? Yeah, we had big birthday celebrations. Um, I am a student pastor at First Baptist Church of Azel. I grew up in Texas, the promised land. Uh, it's like one of those things where you just kind of wake up and you thank God every day for your blessings, and, and one of those is Texas. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and so, yeah, I grew up, um, uh, grew up in Bonham, graduated, went to East Texas Baptist University, uh, majored in music, uh, thought I was going to do music, um, like either... music ministry or yeah, teaching? Yeah, I thought I was going to do music ministry, and then, like, while I was in school... Uh, I thought I was going to do a bivocational thing where I do music ministry and Band. teaching um, in the school system. Uh, and I kind of went back and forth on that for a while, but it was always going to be music, and so I, I did a music degree. And then got out out of school um, and started working at First Baptist in Azel um, with good friend Blake Ainsworth because he was the worship pastor there. And I was just helping him uh, with music and teaching part-time at a, a private school near there. And worked at Best Buy for a little bit. Uh, and did that for a couple of years. And then the opportunity came uh, to 
do the music and the youth. And weirdly enough, you know, for the past seven or eight years of my life, I've been planning on doing music ministry, and uh, you know, something happened, uh, uh, and God kind of led me to youth. And so, uh, for the past three years, um, full time, I've been doing uh, student ministry at the church, and it's been great. And able to. Uh, disciple students and uh, help them in all of their problems and hopefully give them wise counsel and and it's been great working with them. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of information about us but... So you started reading Proverbs this week. Yeah I'm currently reading like Psalms and Proverbs simultaneously um, just because I've been in the New Testament a lot uh, which is really good and I, for a while I was kind of just in a season of life where I just you know, needed to hear, to read the exact words of Jesus, and um, that brought a lot of, like, um, good things into my life, but I think that it's time to kind of go to the Old Testament for a little bit, um, but yeah, so I started reading Proverbs, and I mean, I've read, you know, lots of different Proverbs over, you know, the years, or especially, like, growing up in church, but um, yeah, I just... I think it's really important yeah. to think about wisdom in our lives as Christians. And I don't know, I think, I mean, with anything, it's easy to just kind of like not really realize the importance of it. But um, yeah, I think yeah. growing up, my thoughts on Proverbs was it was that book of weird sayings. Yeah. It was the, the like kind of like, it was like almost like my grandpa talking to me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, just more advice. Yeah, just tons of advice, Blech. and and so like it didn't really appeal to me when I was younger, uh, because like you know whenever you're younger, like your whole life is just people telling you what to do, and you're like, uh. Well, and I remember my mom told me one time. Again, shout out to the moms. But my mom was like, yeah, there's 31 Proverbs, so you could read, like, one every day of the month. And I was like... Proverb a day keeps Satan away. Oh, I've... That's what they say. never right? heard that. I'm going to hold on to that one. Use that with some students. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, eh, all right, maybe, and then just kind of forgot. But, um, yeah, I think that um, the more that I understand that God's commands are I love you statements because he loves us and he wants what's best for us and that's why he gives us like uh, ways to live. The more I want to know them and actually mm -hmm. like look at a proverb and think okay like in a, in a real like today sense how does this apply to my life and I think that in our lives even over the past couple of years you and I have like taken some proverb principles and and apply them to our lives and have been able to see the fruit. Like I think of, um, uh, it's to the point where we even joke about it, but like one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible is in Proverbs and it is a gentle word is a tree of life, but perverseness and it breaks the spirit. Uh, and I, I just think that's so true. Like even if you're mad at somebody, I've really tried to just use like gentle and kind words and like in confrontation or just even when I'm frustrated and, and it has, it just, it brings less anger into the situation. Like later you can look back and think, okay, A, I'm happy with how I handled that, but that relationship is still restored. Like I still, like that problem, like, well, I'm not great at explaining things, but um, like that 
problem with that person like didn't affect the relationship because of the gentle words and that's important like keeping friendships and relationships and so yeah. yeah I guess that's just one way that really sticks out to me of how like a proverb or um I think of uh there's a way that seems right to man. What's the rest of it? Um, uh, there's a way that seems right to man, but it leads to death. Yeah, and I think that's true, like trying to evaluate my actions that might be selfish sometimes. Well, Anyways, it's, yeah. You it was interesting um, because, you know, like I said, like young, young Chris, like my view of the Proverbs was just a lot of like just weird sayings and advice and I think that's a true take about how it feels like it's like oh it's just my grandpa talking to me like I do think that's probably how a lot of people see it yeah and and like I just it just never really appealed to me by any means like I I knew it was like if you get those like just the New Testament Bibles like it always has the New Testament and Proverbs and Psalms right and I always was like why would they why why would they throw in Proverbs and I even Um, think like growing up as a Christian like you have so many cool stories about like Jesus parting the wind and the waves and healing the blind and then it's like okay so I could read this cool story about Jesus or I could read like uh, a tree, uh, gentle word is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit, you know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I remember my, my first encounter with the Proverbs as more of an adult was I went to this young adult service. The porch? Um, yeah, it was the porch. It was the first time I ever went to the porch, which is a young adult service in, in Dallas. And I think the sermon was called um, like 10 Ways to Ruin Your Life in Your 20s. Um, which I was, I was 23. So you're like, all right, lay it so on I'm me. Like, I'm like, let's, let's hear this. Let's hear this. Get out I, the pen and paper. <laughs> I don't want to ruin my life. Crap. Um, and so the entire sermon was taught in the Psalms. Even in the I'm Proverbs. sorry, in the Proverbs. Yeah. And I'd never heard that before. Like the only time I heard the Psalms reference was in this like obscure you like. Proverbs reference. I'm sorry, the Proverbs. Keep saying Psalms. <laughs> we talk about Psalms a lot in our lives lately too, um, so. Uh, the only time I heard Proverbs referenced was in this like obscure way in a in a sermon, but this like every single um, scripture is from Proverbs. Proverbs. Um, talking about this and uh, like with each point, it's like here's here's the first way to ruin your life in your twenties, so on and so forth, and here's where it says in the Proverbs um, mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, wow, there might be something to these Proverbs, and and the more um, I heard people talk about it, and the more I studied it, the more I was like, wow, uh, this is really good. Yeah. This is really this helpful. This is good stuff. Yeah, it's like almost, um, like, like if we were just, uh, I don't think you can, but but just for argument's sake, if we were to strip away the Christianity aspect of... It's good advice. Prop- it's just good advice. Like, here's a good way to live your life. Right. Um, like, like, if you want to be happy, and, and if you want to, like, live stress-free in your life, this is the way to do it. Right. Um, no. So even for, if we have any, like, of our... Because we both have friends that aren't Christians. If you're listening, you want good advice. <laughs> if you want good advice, go, go read the Proverbs. Like, yeah. like, if you're uncomfortable with the God aspect of it, um, j- just for just for the time being, just gloss over that aspect. Yeah. Um, uh, now, I think... I, I don't think you can fully take away the God aspect of it. Right. Um, well, because wisdom, I mean, in, in what we believe... You know, all wisdom comes from the right, Lord. and that's what he even says. It's like um, right here. It's a uh, 
verse 7 of chapter 1, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and a fool despises uh, wisdom and instruction. And so I don't think you can, you can separate those two things because yeah, um, the, the whole idea of these Proverbs conveying these points is from God himself um, and from the wisdom of God himself, not from our wisdom. And so I don't think you can separate them two, but just for argument's sake, um, right. uh, just read it just as a plain text. Like, like if you're eerie about God, just read it as a plain text mm-hmm. and just kind of see that, oh, this isn't just witchcraft and, and cult things. This is like just normal advice right. of how to live your life. And, right. and what I think it is, is it's this idea of like um, God, um, God's opening a light into our lives to say this is how I designed for you to live like mm-hmm. I didn't design for you to be in conflict with each, with each other so here's how you resolve conflict I didn't a design a gentle word is a tree of life right um, I didn't design for you uh, to live this way so here's how you need to live right. so on and so forth mm-hmm. um, and so I I think if you were just to model your, model your life after the Proverbs mm-hmm. man your life would be ten times better I think happier and less stressful, I think, is what a lot of that comes from. Because, like, think about it. If you want to have unity in relationships, you're happy. Or at least not stressed about relationships. And granted, I I mean, I don't want my words to say, oh, you can have a perfect relationship with any, blech, with anybody. Because, you know, as we know, there are just some people in life that are, it's hard to have good relationships with them. But this wisdom gives us ways to interact with the hard people in life so that our hearts can still be at peace, even if that relationship is struggling. Um, right. Can we, uh, well, you may have more thoughts on this. I want to make sure we touch base on the fear of the Lord and what that actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you have something else you wanted to say on that? Um, just about Proverbs in general? Just about Proverbs in general. Um, if you've never read before, essentially, like, what's kind of doing is it personifies two two characteristics of people like, like one is wisdom it personifies and wisdom and the other is folly or foolishness mm-hmm. um, or the fool mm-hmm. and so it's like constantly saying like like uh, seek out wisdom and it actually refers to it like in a person form like, like mm-hmm. seek out wisdom she is you know blessing you um, I'm not sure right, the actual right. yeah. uh, quote um, and then kind of same thing with foolishness like it kind of personifies these two aspects and you'll see throughout Proverbs is it's kind of describing this is what wisdom looks like mm-hmm. and this is what foolishness looks right. like um, and like uh, like for one example off the top of my head like one of the ways they personify wisdom is opening up your life to multiple people like, like don't close yourself off don't only listen to your own opinion because uh, it says the fool delights only in his own understanding mm-hmm. I think we can at least I mean I think a lot of us can think back to situations when we've had multiple eyes on an issue like you know if you're struggling with something and you have like five good friends that you really trust and who you know are solid and their biblical knowledge can give you advice then like that's gonna point you to a better direction than just like your own because like you know when you're worried about something and then you're like stuck in a tunnel of like you processing that's not going to lead to a good answer right and you know we've all we call been, that tunneling <laughs> we, we've all been there at that time where we know we should go talk to someone about this thing but we don't and the reason we don't is most likely because we know they're going to disagree with us 
and we know that that they're going to say this isn't a good idea and we don't want to hear that um, <laughs> right we we've already made up our mind on what we want to do and we don't want to hear someone say that's not a good idea to right. do that right. uh, and so we just sit in our own understanding and and that's one of the things that Proverbs says. It says that's foolishness to do right. that. Um, and even, again, if we were to, for argument's sake, strip out the Christianity aspect of that, just look at life. You would, you would do far better off if you get advice from people in life. That's and if true. you isolate yourself off, even outside of Christianity, if you isolate yourself off, you will have a worse time. You will not do well. That's why every Fortune 500 company has a board of advisors. Right, because it makes sense to open up the discussion to multiple people, um, so that way people can see blind spots in mm-hmm. each other's thought process and arguments. Well, and yeah, like and like whenever I, you know, can think about a couple of times in my life where people had, you know, friends that, you know, not just any random person, but people who I was have been really close to and have shared like, hey, like I think that this might be something you have an issue with, or this might be something you're struggling with. Like people who can help point that out to lead you to more. Uh, peaceful state of life. Like, I'll never forget, uh, Chris hears me tell the story often, um, but my friend Natalie, one of my childhood best friends, and we lived together for a year in college. Um, shout out to Natalie. But um, I was in, oh, like a freshman in college and super bitter about, you know, the breakup with my high school boyfriend, whatever. And um, I remember she and her now husband Andrew just sat me down and talked. we talked about bitterness and how that can ruin your life and I just didn't realize what a problem it had become and how it was like really keeping me from a lot of peace in my life and so the fact that they were able to just confront me and give me the truth, you know, that really restored so much peace in my heart because I was able to work through that. So mm-hmm. just kind of a real life story. Shout out to Natalie and Andrew. I keep saying shout out. We're not cool. People don't care if we give them a shout out or not. <laughs> right. Um, so anyways, uh, let's touch a few moments. You, you wanted to talk about yeah. the fear of the Lord. So so the Proverbs kind of opens up with this um, in uh, chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Yeah. And so what, what do you got on that? Um, so I just think, and this maybe is touched on quite a bit in church because I think that, like, uh, you know, People don't want us to misunderstand the meaning here with fear because um, I, I don't think it's meaning, hey, I want you to be afraid of God. Like the fear mm-hmm. of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But I was watching uh, like a commentary thing. Um, it's from the Bible Project, um, which is something I watch before I read a book of the Bible. They do like a 10-minute, you know, little outline of the book. I really like those. And they talked about the fear of the Lord, and I really liked what they said. Um, they said that it's meaning, A, just reverence and awe, because, like, God is so great and big and powerful that we're in awe of the fact that He's the one providing all this wisdom and the one who created everything. Like, we're in reverence of Him, and it means, like, having a more moral mindset because, like, He is in control of everything, and He is the one who holds, like, our even though, like, we can't lose our salvation, like, he does hold, you know, the power to give us eternity, like, we want to have a moral mindset stepping in his ways, and it, like, humbles us, too, like, the fear of the Lord means, like, a humble heart, because, like, I think it's just coming from a point of, okay, God, like, I know that you are, you are wisdom, and you are love, and your ways are higher, and your ways are best, and so, like, I think that the fear of the Lord is stemmed in, in reverence and in, in morality and humility. Um, just like trusting that his ways are best. 
And right. I think that's what it means. And, and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And so like we can begin to learn more about him from a humble spirit. Right. I, I think that's the key there is like humility. Yeah. It's like fear, yeah, yeah, yeah. fear, not in the sense of like, like you said, it's not like, I'm scared of I'm God scared and of he's going to crush right. me. It's not like you're like uh, on edge when you're around him because at any moment he'll like smack you uh, right. in the face. Um, but more of like this like reverence, respect, like I don't know everything. You, you know more than me mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of going back to the grandpa's kind of thing. Like you have a fear of your grandpa. Not, like a good healthy yeah, fear Yeah, a good healthy fear. Yeah. Not, not in the sense of like he's going to kill me at any moment. Which he could, um, <laughs> but in the sense of like, like you've lived a lot more life than me. You know more than um, me, and you know more than me, and so I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a step back, and I'm gonna have a healthy respect and fear of you, and just listen to what you say. And I think that's the beginning of wisdom mm-hmm. and, and the beginning of knowledge here, because if you have a, a fear of God, um, then you're basically saying like, you know more than me. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready and to I'm, listen. I'm yeah. ready to apply this where I can. And, and by the way, that's where all wisdom starts. Even even outside of God, you can't learn something until you until come you to a point. Until you shut up and listen. Until, yeah, until you come to a point where you say, Saying I don't know everything. Saying that to myself. I don't always know when to shut up and listen. Right. My parents can attest to that, me growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the person who is arrogant and prideful uh, in any situation is not going to learn a single thing. In fact, they're actually going to be blind to all of their flaws right. because they're going to constantly think, I know everything. Right. Um, and so it says the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord. And, it's, and it's even just, when you think you're right, like I think this is something that I'm trying to be better at personally. Like even when I think I'm right, like I still want to have the ears to hear someone else's side. So that way I can either just know them more, understand more, or, or learn something new. So I think that's such like an appropriate opening um, to say the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge to, to, uh, to Proverbs. Because I think it's essentially, you know, Chris Brown paraphrase saying, shut up and listen. <laughs> shut up yeah, and listen. Yeah. <laughs> I tell uh, that to our students a lot, actually. I'm like, right. shut up and listen. Right. Like, like you in a loving way. Please yeah, don't think that way. I mean our yeah. students. If you're a parent listening, we love them. It's like, you don't know everything. And so I just need you to just sit back and just listen for a minute. Yeah. And, I, and you need to do so with like a humble heart. Mm-hmm. Um, like knowing that listen. you're not the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Uh, and I think once we can do that, and, and that's why it opens up in Proverbs, like, starts out from the gate you need to come at this with a humble heart not thinking you know everything and if uh, you come to this book with that all of a sudden now you you'll be willing to listen to all this advice um, and hopefully uh, practice it Mm -hmm. and and put it in there and Mm -hmm. and a few verses before it in verse 5 let the wise hear and increase in learning uh, and the one who understands obtain guidance Um, it's it's just this plea at the beginning of like hey listen to these words because um, the ones who the ones who write off these words and and don't think they have any validity and that's the one who rejects wisdom and knowledge and that's the person who's foolish mm-hmm. essentially is what it's saying right yeah i think it's a beautiful entrance to the book because um, it's packed full of good stuff so yeah it's just kind of introducing saying like uh, this is the heart to have as you enter in um, and I think like it, it, it like it's kind of like almost like a, 
the first chapter of Proverbs is like like a sales pitch, I feel like, because it's talking about like, you know, Randy Brown par- paraphrase, but like it's basically saying like a life without wisdom leads to more stress, more trouble, more calamity, you know. Um, it's saying that if you want to have a, have a good life, then come humbly and, and uh, apply this wisdom to your life. And so... I'm sold. Yeah. I'm going to read the rest of the book. Oh, yeah. It's good. And uh, I could see how this is, you know, growing up, you know, what I heard about Proverbs was this is a book to read, like, every day. And, like, yeah. and when you're done with it, start it over. Yeah. And, and I can definitely see why after reading it because um, it it's not, like, this, like, one overarching concept of, like, let's talk about finances the entire book no it's like it talks about finances like in little bits and pieces throughout yeah it talks talks about about relationships finance oh i wish i had my she reads truth bible because it has it like all mapped out like it has this like five bubbles of like all like all these different topics that proverbs covers Mm -hmm. and it's all incredibly applicable to today so if you're wanting like quick application it's a good place to read um, in that Bible Project video, I actually wrote it down in my notebook, but um, the guy who was narrating it said that, like, um, the book of Proverbs is for everyone in every season of life. So I think no matter where you're at, good times, hard times, wherever, it's just a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Well, I think uh, it's looking like it's about to rain. And, yeah, uh, they're starting to get little yeah. dribbles on And we're uh, past 45 minutes, so... Let's probably wrap it up, uh, and uh, we'll come back. We're going to try to do this once a week, uh, the weekly cup. The weekly cup, uh, because we are avid coffee drinkers, I think, as previously stated. But, yeah, so on Saturdays, you can find us at a coffee shop in Fort Worth. Lots of things to talk about. We'll have some guests on and talk with them. Uh, We'll talk about everything from life to Bible to coffee to technology to whatever yeah whatever books. we're just feeling that week yeah whatever um, we're feeling and so uh well we'll even speculate a little bit yeah uh, about <laughs> some things uh, more of that to come oh yeah our pleasure have a good day uh so uh, uh that's it for us so uh thank you for joining us on the weekly cup i'm randy and i'm chris have a good week